I'm Geraldine Darling with VT Digger. You can support our independent journalism by going to vtdigger.org donate. Here's a look at Vermont news from Friday, January 6th. The Vermont Department of Health revealed Friday that 86 more Vermonters than previously known had died from COVID-19. The revised count raises the state's pandemic death toll from 791 to 877. The deaths, which were revealed by an analysis in late December, date back to April 2020, but most occurred in 2022. Throughout the pandemic, real-time reports of the state's COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and fatalities were key to the public's understanding of the virus and to the state's emergency response efforts. According to a VT Digger analysis of department data, the 86 deaths raised the pandemic-long death toll from COVID by about 11 percent and the 2022 death toll by about 23 percent. Kicking off his fourth two-year term as Vermont's top elected official, Republican Governor Phil Scott, in his inaugural address on Thursday, echoed familiar calls for statewide economic recovery in the face of unprecedented opportunity. But from Scott's shoes, this legislative biennium looks quite different from the past two years and presents the state's chief executive with new challenges. For two years, Vermont's state government had a historic amount of federal pandemic aid to throw at longstanding challenges. Now, those funds have run dry. And after November's election, Scott has to contend with a historic Democratic majority in the legislature, one that, if united, could routinely override Scott's vetoes should he try to block Democrats' priority legislation. The supermajority is a powerful new check on Scott, who has issued a record number of gubernatorial vetoes in his six years in office. Three of the Vermont Senate's standing committees have new chairs this year. Senator Keisha Rahm Hinsdale will lead the Senate Committee on Economic Development, Housing, and General Affairs. Senator Ruth Hardy will lead the Senate Government Operations Committee. And Senator Russ Ingalls will lead the Senate Institutions Committee. Senate committee assignments are made by a three-member panel called the Committee on Committees, which this biennium includes Senate President Pro Tem Phil Baruth, Lieutenant Governor David Zuckerman, and Senator Dick Matza. In the Vermont House, committee assignments are made unilaterally by Speaker Jill Krowinski. While there was significant turnover in Senate ranks this year, 10 of 30 senators are new, there were fewer departures among committee chairs than in the House. Two proposals to amend South Hero's development regulations have renewed debate in this small island community about the density and possible locations of future building projects. One proposal is from regional planners and the other from a resident petition. Late last month, the St. Albans-based Northwest Regional Planning Commission went before South Hero's own planning commission with a slate of potential zoning changes that would establish minimum lot sizes and increase building setbacks in at least some parts of the town's two higher-density zones, known as village zoning districts. The proposal was a response to feedback from residents, some of whom are frustrated with the scope of the village districts. When they were created more than two years ago, the districts included a number of properties that had long been located in lower-density zoning areas. You can find all these stories and more at vtdigger.org.